Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to become the confident leader and take your business and your life to the next level. Today, I am so excited to have Dr. G to be my guest today. And let me tell you a little bit about Dr. G. So Dr. G Rex Cruley, the founder of Depth Healing Technology has been studying and training in his multidiscipline crafts of health, quantum science and personal development for over 51 years. His depth healing process uses cutting edge quantum physics to help individuals remove cognitive dissonance from their subconscious minds. With the cognitive dissonance removed from their subconscious mind, limiting beliefs, traumas, negative thought patterns, and perceptions no longer influence or affect their lives. The emotional and energetic blockages that were holding them back from achieving their goals and living fulfilling lives no longer exist. All this is achieved using a proprietary selection of specific frequencies that Dr. Rex, or Dr. G, so sorry, channels via quantum unified field. This elevates the client's perceptions, which raises their their consciousness and vibration, which engages the law of resonance, causing success, health, positive change to follow automatically. Dr. G guides clients toward a state of coherence and alignment with their true selves and purpose, allowing them to experience profound personal transformation, health, and growth in whatever area they are challenged. Today, our theme is going to be overcoming financial blocks an expert's guide to reprogramming your mind. Please join me in welcoming Dr. G. Well, this is going to be like a science lesson, a spiritual lesson, a financial lesson. It's going to be all packed with a lot of things, but we always ask a simple question to all of our guests. And that is, where do you call home? Where do you live? Well, believe it or not, so you're in Roswell, Georgia. I I uh, lived uh, with my ex-wife in uh, Alf- uh, Buford, Alpharetta? Georgia. Oh, Buford. Oh, I we first moved to Alpharetta uh, when I when I graduated as a doc in Texas, and then uh, we came we went to Georgia, and then we had an apartment in Alpharetta, and then I uh, we we bought a home. Tammy bought a home in, on uh, Lake Lanier. Oh, yes. Uh, and then I'm, I moved in 2015 uh, to Thailand. So I'm a distance healer. My clients are all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I use a quantum uh, field 
just like I'm looking at this screen, wherever wherever you are, I take care of everything right, mm -hmm. right from here. That is so, this so is, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm never leaving Thailand. How long have you been I'm in Thailand? I'm from Canada. So I've been Canada, here now nine US, years. <laughs> How yeah. many? Nine years now. Nine years. Awesome. Yeah. Thailand. It's um, it's a very interesting place to live. I only know it by HGTV shows. <laughs> House it's, Hunters it's International. A, it's an in, <laughs> it's an interesting uh, place. If, if coming here on vacation is uh, lovely and it's uh, beautiful. Living here is quite different. There's quite a few things. For, for us coming from the West that you have, you to, have get to get used to. Used to. Most of my education is samurai uh, Japanese. And I, oh. I had the illusion that uh, Asia was Asia. No, uh, the difference between Japan and uh, Thailand is like the difference between you and an amoeba. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, 180 degrees opposite. Yeah, so the, I, had, um, I had quite a bit to get used to. <laughs> I have been to Malaysia, to Kuala Lumpur. And yeah. um, so I was staying downtown, but I always, um, I was at a Toastmasters convention. And so I always go early to be able to experience the place that I'm visiting. And so yeah. we got to see the way that the regular people live <laughs> as opposed to the people in the um the big fancy hotel so yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's significantly different yes and their driving is it almost reminded me worse than italy <laughs> yeah dri driving it took me uh i just now uh with extensive help from the divine and and my own <laughs> work to get used to uh to remove the anger uh or from when you try to drive because they'll, they'll kill you. They're the, they are the most unintelligent, unconscious. If you see a dead fish, you know, and the eyes are, uh, the eyes on the yes. dead fish are glass, that's what they look like when they're driving. And they, they drive against traffic coming the wrong yes. way, even backwards. They drive without lights at night in the rain. And they will kill you anywhere, anytime, under any. The only thing I haven't seen here driving. I have never seen a car or a motorcycle fall out of the sky. That's the, <laughs> that is the only thing I have not seen. So now <laughs> when I drive, the charges are finally gone. And I, I just, I, you just have to laugh. Cause yeah. you know, every, to them, if they miss you at a hundred miles an hour yes. by that much, they consider that normal. Mm. That's, that's yeah. normal. Yeah. Yes. Um, the driving that we did in Thailand, I ha just had ca cab drivers or yes. I guess cab drivers. And, and I, I never prayed so much in my life. I, <laughs> like... uh, it's, it's, it's really true. Like they, they just, and they die over here. Like uh, they have the highest death rate, I believe here in Chiang Mai in, in all of Southeast Asia on the motorcycle. Uh -huh. They're, they're wow. morons. You know, when it comes to that stuff, uh, uh, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for a, a grown man or lady to drive to enter a freeway where everyone's traveling at, at 
you know, and they don't look. So yeah. they, they, what they do, they just go on. Mm -hmm. And they, they'll show you videos when you get your driver's license. There's, they have the videos, you know, when, where there's uh, street cameras and the guy comes on in the truck and the, you know, the guy is a stain and they, they don't look. It's a semi, it's a semi coming at 150 miles now and the guy, and they just drive on. <laughs> that, to me, that's, that is a, a, what we call in spiritual work, a failure of intelligence. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have to, oh, you have to, uh, uh, when I first got here, I didn't have, a, uh, I came here with nothing. So I had to build everything from the ground up and I was poor as a church mouse. So I had a little motorcycle and I've had, I, I you know, in, in America and that I have a perfect driving record. I had four crashes. Wow. I smashed my shoulders to pieces. And now I have a car because the, la the last, the last time a lady almost cut me right in half. He's just going to come straight. And <clears throat> so I just, you know, driving, driving here is a different, it's a different world. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. other than that, my life here is uh, angelic. It's <laughs> just to take a walk. I, I wouldn't say even ride a bike because. <laughs> oh, no, no, no way. That I would don't. be, that oh, would be like terrifying. <laughs> I don't, I see these guys driving. How they drive, ride a bike, I'll never know. I wouldn't mm -hmm. ride a bike. If, if I ride a bike, I have a bike, but if I go out into the country. Yeah. I have no way. I won't even, when you walk here, you got to, you got to walk facing the, the oncoming to, to see what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. There's no rules here. <laughs> All right. There's no so let's, let's get into the meat of this. Yeah. We'll have to have another podcast just on our travel experiences <laughs> in Asia. All right. So your main studies were in the chiropractic field, based on what I read. Uh, so, so my main studies. What, what do you mean uh, when you, you say my main? Um, when you went to, to school, to college, it was for chiropractic, or no? Yes, yes. Uh, yes. That's, that is, that's correct. Uh, right. But so I, I just that, like to know how, how did you move from chiropractic to becoming this international dis distance healer? It's, it seems the divine, like... the divine told me. Um, so first and foremost, folks, I'm mm -hmm. a martial specialist. So you, you, you gotta realize I used to teach the United States military, uh, martial how to kill arts. people in hand to hand. Right. And I, I'm mm -hmm. a, I was an Aikido specialist and I'm a sword specialist. So that's, that's like uh 40, something like 46 years and over 50,000. Wow. So that's, I carry those old samurai, three samurai lineages. And then when I turned in my forties, I became a doctor and I, I uh, have absolutely no regard for allopathic medicine at all. So I became, I went in to study uh, chiropractic. And my type of chiropractic is I, I uh, there's like 250 kinds of chiropractic. Mm. My specialty is the mind and consciousness, not cracking bone. Right. So I was, uh, so I have a spiritual background, mysticism, mm -hmm. Zen, all of that. It's mm -hmm. not commercial martial arts, real martial arts. 
Right. And then uh, I, w- I went into the school like that. And then I had absolutely, in America, we moved to Georgia. Georgia doesn't uh, care about consciousness uh, chiropractic. They want yeah. bone-cracking chiropractic. They like that. They like to hear have, the sound. I, I, I went to one doctor that does the mind, but um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they don't make much money. They, they, no. they might be around, but they don't make much money. So I didn't have any success. And I was married to Tammy after we graduated in Houston, Texas, where I graduated. We moved to uh, Georgia and I opened up uh, two, I uh, had two private offices there. And uh, just no success at all because it, it, what I do is too weird for the for them. Yeah, so my man. wife, our, our marriage was was a homunculus, very unhappy. Tam, Tammy's a physical therapist, very high level professional physical therapist, and she was earning the money. We that's the only reason we were able to do anything because no matter what I did, I couldn't make a dime. And at at that time, I I still didn't know about cognitive dissonance. Mm. I learned cognitive dissonance when I moved to Georgia. The real reason to move there was I became the apprentice of the great master who's near you. You can go see him, Dr. Larry Haberski, one of the greatest masters of the quantum field on mm. two feet. And I apprenticed under him for eight years. I learned from him uh, eight years, and he worked on me constantly. And that's how I I learned the craft of the subconscious and the uh, I, with his help, I was able to master uh, kinesiology so that I can talk to the field. And then uh, one day uh, I was in my prayer room at home and I got a phone call. And the phone call was from two people from New York City. He, he was a great big man, uh, older man, and he had developed MS. Mm-hmm. It had been two years. His wife was dying of severe stage four metastasized cancer. It was all through her whole body. So they called me up. I I'm, I'm, I answer the phone and um, I'm literally in my prayer room. Tammy's at work. And I and they say, You're, you know, we're, we need your, we would like to get your help. Now, how they found me, I don't have any advertising at that time. Uh, nobody knows me except the local people there. This is in Buford, Georgia. And I, and uh, he says, I, you know, I have MS. My wife has cancer. Can you help us? And I said to him, how, how you, how am I supposed to help you, sir? I, uh, I live in uh, Buford, Georgia. You're in New York city. And, uh, and a voice, the voice uh, came right through. He said, no, no, you can fix him from here. Mm. The divine told me. Mm-hmm. And I see, I already had, uh, I was already, as far as being a doctor, I was highly developed. So I already am a Diksha blesser, which is channeling the divine. I was a, a very, a very significant uh, Reiki master of Tibetan Reiki. Mm-hmm. That's an transfer. So the divine taught me right there. So I started to work on, I stopped the MS right away. The cancer, we worked for about one month and her oncologist, uh, bless his heart, convinced her that what I was doing was uh, nonsense. So she stopped and she was dead in just a matter of a few weeks. So uh, I never heard from him again. And that is how I began distance healing. 
Mm. And um, at first, uh, it, it was hard for me to believe it too, because nobody, there isn't yeah. anywhere to learn that. And then the the uh, the methods that I was learning from Dr. Habersky is is best bioenergetic synchronization technique developed by Dr. Ted Mortar. So this is all quantum quantum science, but best requires uh, touch, and then it's a very complex system. And I had never had anywhere near enough money to actually attend their courses. So I was just watching how Dr. Habersky did everything. And then the divine taught me how to adapt the frequencies and do it through distance. And that, mm. that they, uh, evolved me almost every day all at all times. And then I do, uh, I do very, very extensive uh, personal processes with the divine that constantly uh, increases my empowerments and my, so like, for instance, I'm a morphic field specialist. So I can, I can that means uh, I can work in the cloud. If you, if you give me, um, you know, 30, uh, I can work up to 21,000 people. If I have a, a collective of people, like if I have wow. all of my soft corporation and they want me to, uh, relative to a specific metric, change the, the consciousness of the entire corporation, I can do that, like that. Mm -hmm. So um, what I do is, see, it, uh, it's a Taurus. Taurus means, you know what a Taurus is? Mm -mm. Uh, you're made out of a toroid, toroidal field. So if, if you want to see the science and the graphics of that, they have the machines now to measure those things. Oh, really? Just go to the HeartMath Institute under Roland McCready. If you Google HeartMath Institute, you'll see mm -hmm. all the research there. And then the mathematics and has all been uh, peer-reviewed from uh, Nassim Haramin of the Resonance Academy. So a Taurus means it looks like a tornado. Uh, it's an energy field, and it, the singularity is found inside your heart. So your heart is the core. And then the field goes up like this. It's like it looks like a tornado going up, mm -hmm. and it's open ended at the top. And then it goes down like a pyramid into the ground. It's open ended at the bottom. And then your your heart's energy field, which is a magnetic field, it extends four to six feet around you. Mm. So it's it's it it's three hundred and sixty degrees, and that's your actual you. And then the, the brain has a, a 5,000 times smaller electrical field. And that's an, your brain is, all your brain is, is an antenna array. It's a, a, a receiving sending station. Mm -hmm. none, of the, none of your thinking or anything like that occurs in your head. The, uh, that's all peer-reviewed science now, too. They have a new machine, I think it's called the magnetoencephalogram, and they they now know all thinking is occurring outside of your head. Oh, wow. There's a there's a lot to talk about. I I talk to you for the next twenty years. I know. <laughs> so, the, so the energy. So this is how you're connected with the divine and the universe. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then so a, a Taurus means it's a feed forward, feed backward system. So you're acquiring uh, information coming in from the universe from your mm -hmm. higher self, your real self. 
and your through your body experience, you're sending the information up. So it's a self-learning, self-reinforcing system. Oh, wow. So it, the easiest example for what I do is to think of a computer. Mm -hmm. If I have a hundred laptops from a hundred different countries, and they and we and they're all connected to the cloud, right? Mm -hmm. The cloud is a morphic field. Morphic field is an energy field, an electromagnetic field, and the information from your computer, which is stored, it's stored in little photons of light, like mm -hmm. that's held together in the field. Uh, look, uh, think of them like little soap bubbles. Okay. okay. So if the laptops are people and their software is their subconscious mind's database, yeah. it's all connected to the cloud. So I have a mm -hmm. hundred computers. I will operate uh, via specific focal point, specific question, like fear. Yeah. All, all hundred computers types in, type in, is there fear in my field? Oh. It goes to the cloud. I go, I operate in the cloud. I remove it in the cloud. And then that means it's a feed forward, feed backward system. It feeds back to the computers, to the people. The fear mm -hmm. is gone. When, when I eliminate it, I'll eliminate the fear relative to a specific thing, like say fear of success or fear of failure, or fear of cancer, fear of what, doesn't matter what it is. And I, I will uh, use destructive interference waves, and I will uh, reduce it and remove it. Mm -hmm. And then I use constructive interference waves to build their consciousness up, make them more coherent, and uh, restore their health or their money, or uh, whatever it is. Like, when, like you want to know about wealth. If you are just like me, when I was as poor as a church mouse, I had every kind of degree. I was one of the finest Aikido masters in the entire Western Hemisphere. Can't make a dime. Mm. Doesn't make any difference. I know all of the work of Tony Robbins, John Asaraf, Brendan Burchard, Bob Proctor. I can recite all that stuff forward and backward. No matter what I did, I couldn't make any money. Why? I had 27 years of programming for lack. Mm. My dad was a great man, but my dad was a, a, a Polak that was a son of Polish immigrants that came over during the Great Depression. Mm. The only thing they knew was lack. Yeah. And I, I inherited all of that through the subconscious mind. And then I'm an emotional person the more emotional you are, the stronger the imprint. When I became a martial artist, I was the apprentice of Kushida. Kushida, who I later found out was a liar, and a, and a, he he always he always taught us money is dirty. Yeah. Uh, samurai don't don't uh, that's for women. You, your wife handles that. Men don't do. That's all a lie. But we mm -hmm. didn't know that. All of us young guys worshipped that, worshipped him. So I, I, I literally wanted to be like a samurai. So money for me was so no matter. So that is the subconscious. That the subconscious yeah. has one million times, one million times <clears throat> more power than the conscious brain. So it rules everything. 
Your conscious brain rules nothing. Nothing. It's only operating 5% of the day. Yeah. And it only processes 40 bits of information a second. Or old. Subconscious processes 40 million bits of information per second. It mm -hmm. runs everything. That's pure peer-reviewed science. Mm -hmm. That's why I my that's why my uh, clients succeed because I'm a specialist of the subconscious mind, mm -hmm. and 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 I do it with surgical precision. That's the difference between with depth healing, and that's why I uh, I am able to do what I do. And so then you change the subconscious; everything changes yeah. uh, automatically. Automatically. Does that make so sense? Does it, it, it does. It makes perfect sense. And I, in my leadership training, I always talk about the subconscious and how, you know, and actually de dealing with people, trying to get them over their fear of speaking in public and being yeah, comfortable yeah. talking on camera and things. I have to dig deep to be able to uncover, okay, what is your subconscious really telling you that's keeping you from being successful and yeah, being able to yeah. speak in front of people but see what you what you can do uh, you can get about 40 percent, and you you can overlay the if they have a let's say they have a a, a, a real negative uh there's a cognitive distance of public speaking because they got humiliated in in class or something so you can go about 40% and overlay that. You can use brain reprogramming like Psyche or, uh, and you can uh, talk about it and and you can help them out. And then with some uh, successes in front of people, they they finally they finally make it. Right. But the problem right. is the, the uh, dissonance is still there. And if a, a real bad emotional trigger, if there's a, um, if there's an environmental trigger in there, like say they go, get up to do something, and they they maybe they trip or they there's some kind of a something, and somebody laughs, yeah. <clears throat> the laugh may trigger the dissonance, and then and then they'll freeze right up because it's if the if it gets triggered, the the dissonance isn't gone. O overlays overlay. Overlay like brain pre re reprogramming without removing the actual dissonance is like building a housing project on top of a landfill. <laughs> so it looks, it looks really good for about 20, 30 years, 40 years, and then everyone gets cancer and they and they start dying and all kinds of stuff happen mm -hmm. because the, the, the toxins are still under the ground. Mm -hmm. So no matter how nice the house looks, eventually comes up, takes time because of uh, epigenetics. Uh, the, the cancers don't just happen right away. That's the kind of problem they have in Houston, uh, all over the place. They build these projects. So subconscious uh, work is like, like that. That's why uh, in my particular case, I always have to, I always go in and remove the cause completely. When the cause is gone, then you do the reprogramming and you got real power. So I think this really kind of covers what you just talked about. The, my next question was how can individuals identify and overcome limiting beliefs and emotional blocks 
preventing them from achieving financial abundance and success. So I guess it's tied back to all of those things in their past that are in their subconscious. They, they, the won't find, they, they won't find, they can, they can try mm -hmm. and you can get a certain amount of, uh, of clarity. Like if you look, if you look back, like I can look back and I know that I got wounded when I was six, you know, but it was, I failed grade one. Mom and dad abandoned me uh, for the rest of my life emotionally. And my elder sister used to torture me, telling me that mom and dad were going to uh, put me in a bag and get rid of me uh, on the on the front porch and terrify me. So um, I can I can identify that. I can go back and I can do self-analysis. Mm -hmm. But the uh, subconscious, the primary subconscious is... None of it belongs to you. So it's uh, from the time of your conception, all the time through the womb, your, your actual birthing process, the first six hours after you're born. That's, that's the third program. There are 10 programs. So your subconscious is already programmed there. None of it belongs to you at all. You mm -hmm. are recording everything at a rate of 40 million bits of information per second, 24-7. Then when you're born, after those first six hours to the age of seven, all you are is a recording machine at 40 million bits of information a second. You do not think. The frontal cortex is the thinking area. It is not active. It activates at the age of seven. The trick is when it activates to start learning and making decisions, it, it references every single thing, everything, through the database. Mm. The database by the age of seven, if you do the math, is about uh, 10 quadrillion bits of information. <laughs> and the reason you're born or, or the reason the universe and God created you that way is a survival mechanism. If you're born in Manhattan, New York, you require a certain kind of information to be a player, different than a kid born on the Amazon Delta in a little hut. So the mm -hmm. subconscious, it's, it's, it requires a massive software. And then when you're seven, you start, you start moving forward. So, uh, through, so when you're trying to find why you can't make a, why you uh, can't succeed, like for instance, when I was in my 20s and 30s, and I would do all these big seminars like uh, Robbins and that. And that what, what Robbins is a good man. And his, uh, his method is the rah-rah method, you know, a lot of hype. But he's got a lot of good science. He's a neurolinguistic specialist. Um, but it's a lot of hype. Get the state. His, his idea is get the state up. And that's fine for a little while. So everybody leaves and they, they got all their whys and they've got it all planned out and they're, they're well-educated people, entrepreneur, and I'm going to, I'm going to do it and we'll get this thing going and get the state. And then three months later, everything's flat on its back. Nothing's working. And then they go back to the next rah-rah and they get hyped up and then they falls down. They can't find it. And it, it'll be, it might be uh, age three, uh, so just one little thing that dad said or something that was heard and it's uh, it's in it's in the subconscious 
It's got a significant download, which then uh, at the age of six, there was a secondary download that builds on the first mm. and those, uh, frequencies are active in their, in their uh, subconscious perception. Their perception gives them their vibration. The vibration gives them their, uh, their resonance. So they resonate with lack mm. or with failure. And the universe, you have to remember, uh, there is no judgment. There never was. No God, no nothing going to judge you at all. That had not, no, never existed. What the universe is saying, only one thing, okay. That is the only thing the universe will say, and it happens in real time. This is where consciousness comes in. So if I say, I can't afford that, the universe says, okay. If I if I say I can afford that universe says okay, if I if I think I I could never uh, talk to her, she's uh, she wouldn't talk to me. Universe says okay. Mm. That's the only thing the universe says. So it, when you want to build wealth, you must make wealth consciousness. That's what I did when I I had learned it. And when I moved to Thailand, I engaged wealth consciousness. I was away from Tammy and instantaneously, I'm, I'm now a very wealthy man. Wealth consciousness is a, is a state of consciousness that means your, the vibration, the way you're seeing and thinking is uh, holding a frequency like in, in, uh, in, uh, uh, like wealth psychology, we, we call a um, positivity quotient. Mm -hmm. So what, what is a positivity quotient? So this is straight neurology tied in with quantum physics. Positivity quotient means if the, if the frontal cortex has got to be lit up, if it's lit up, the motivation centers of your brain are lit up. Mm -hmm. If it's not lit up, your subconscious is on and the amygdala is the amygdala is like a, is a little tiny gland <clears throat> that lights up when it feels there's a threat or fear or worry or anything like that. It, it lights up when it lights up, it drops cortisol, stress hormones uh... and your frequency drops. So you have to keep this lit up. Now it takes a three to one ratio to keep it lit up. What does that mean? If I perceive something negative, like I just, let's say uh, I lost my my wallet and uh, there was $100 in the wallet. So that's a negative. You need, um, you need to be able to reference instantly at least three things that you do have that are wonderful, that make you uh, feel secure and happy. You have to have three positives that you can reframe immediately. And then this will stay lit up and everything, your, which means your frequency is up, you stay in wealth. When you see guys like Tony Robbins, uh, multimillionaires, billionaires, they have uh, positivity quotients like nine to one, 10 to one. <clears throat> so they... With someone like that, if they let's say they lose a million dollars, stock market doesn't mean nothing to them. They they just immediately they've got nine things they reference, and within 
no time at all, they'll have the million back. It's all it's all by resonance. Mm. So wealth mm -hmm. consciousness, folks, is is your number one biggest project, and it's it's much easier than you think. All it requires is that you take your attention to only seeing, thinking, uh, focus on what you have, not, never what you don't have. Mm. Focus only on what you accomplished, not on what you didn't accomplish. Focus on what worked, never on what didn't work. One of the biggest uh, problems for people, and I lived like this for decades, we trying to analyze what we're doing wrong mm. so we won't do it again. Don't do that. Focus on uh, exactly what worked. That's a cybernetic principle. That's how children grow. If you watch a baby, a little child trying to learn how to eat, when the kid uh, looks at mom and she says, hold this spoon, so the, the child looks, it's cybernetics. Cybernetic means it's goal-oriented. So the child lifts it up and it happens to turn, right? So it falls. Child does not analyze anything, doesn't care, just looks at the goal, the, the correct one. And the moment it gets one correctly, the brain locks in the neurology right away. That's how your brain works. Once you do the action correctly once, it knows, period. And then it's only a matter of refining it, fine motor control. So analysis is the exact opposite. And it it slows everything down. It's like, it's like uh, walking in glue. You just focus on what you just did. I'm, I'm working with a golfer right now. Same thing. All you do is focus on the, the, what the action that actually worked. You want to see a really great book, simple little book, so non-judgmental awareness is The Inner Game of Tennis by Timothy Galway. That's worth its weight in gold. And, it, and it's it's so simple. He was a tennis pro, and all he does is is use non-judgmental awareness and cybernetic principle. When I broke my back in half, I was 27, and I broke my back right in half. I healed it in 12 weeks completely with a simple cybernetic principle. And uh, all you do is program the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind does all the work for you. And, that, and my, my back was sealed. That was validated by CAT scans under Dr. Sidney Goldman at Providence Hospital, Michigan. Wow. That's, this is, this is the real deal. This, this, yeah. <laughs> this is all, this all amazing. So time is flying by. <laughs> well I know past. it always is like that. <laughs> We're well past but I think you actually covered most of the questions I have. Um, so I'm going to go into uh, sharing my screen so folks can capture the contact okay. information for you. And and I will just have to have you back again so we can talk a, a, about some more of this because it's so fascinating. Oh, I'd love to. Yes, yes, definitely. I'd, I'd absolutely love to. All righty. So I'm going to share my screen. This is for those that are just 
watching or listening in, uh, I will give you the website information. If you're watching, you can get ready to do a screenshot. So this is the website information. You can go to www.depthhealing.org. That's D-E-P-T-H-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.org. On Facebook, he's at Depth Healing, capital D, capital H, Depth Healing. Instagram, he's at Depth Healing, all small letters. And YouTube, he's at Depth Healing, again, initial caps for Depth Healing. And I'll let Dr. G talk to you about what his um, what you can find when you go to the website and the resources that he has for you. Up to you. Yeah, so I have a, a great guy that's my admin, Johnny. He handles all that for me. That's all I can do to handle a phone. Um, <laughs> it's, it's true. Um, I lived off grid as a, as a sensei for 11 years. I didn't have a cell phone until 2002. Oh my God. Uh, so uh, on the website, uh, we've got lots of testimonials because I, I handle all areas of life, whether it's a major corporate uh, uh, big shots or if it's a, uh, a, a lady that has a broken heart or uh, I do a lot of broken heart work <laughs> and um, post-traumatic stress syndrome, all of those kinds of things, business, I handle lots of business issues and all of the stuff that's on there i've lived all this so i've had cancer i've had a broken back i've had lots of broken hearts i was married 13 years i went through the divorce i was as poor as a church mouse now i'm rich and i uh lived in a state of rage for like 20 or 30 years all of that's gone i'm a happy man now so all of the all of the various processes that I help people with, I, I've lived it all. And I think that's why it took me 51 years or so to acquire all of the different experiences so that I have empathy with people. Mm -hmm. I taught the military, the police. I've worked with alcoholics, battered women, lots of rape victims. So I, all, all of those different things, uh, I... I have firsthand experience and I, and that's, that's how I can understand people. And then I love people. And, and of course, all my work, I can extend to your pets or animals. Absolutely love animals, even plants, anything that's alive. I can't make stuff float or nothing. And, and the other thing I want you to always remember folks, cause I'm a, I'm also a, a Diksha Sevak. So I'm, I'm a, uh, I serve the divine and I, and I channel the divine and it's the real divine, not the old nonsense. I don't have anything to do with La La Land, but I want you to understand that I don't have any power. There's nothing special. I'm a channel. So I, I'm just a conduit for information, energies, so forth and so on. There isn't any special power in me. Uh, okay, so I just want you to know that. Don't don't get the wrong impression. The stuff that I'm doing is very sophisticated and took me, uh, I have empowerments through Tibet, empowerments through India, empowerments mm -hmm. through Japan. And, that, and that's how I'm able to uh, operate the frequencies. That, that takes uh, inner, inner development. And my development, 
I, I participate in that with special things uh, every day, all my okay. life. So I just want you. I just want you to know that. Don't don't get the wrong impression that I'm some kind of uh, special. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> just a guy. Just a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it has been just wonderful listening to you and all the things that you shared today. Thank you so much for um, sharing your information, your background, and your stories. I hope the audience enjoyed it as much as I did learning about what you do. And I do definitely want to have you back so we can chat some more. Oh, I'd love to. Thank so, you, Vicki. And I want you to know you. something. Your hair is just gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Made my day today. Yes. So <laughs> I want to just remind everyone, as I always do, that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.